Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. We get a fun one, I think. I think we get a fun one today. Uh, but let's get it started with the appropriate intro. Well, the top shot streets are a dangerous place, so you better turn in to a credible face like this one. Yeah, this one. And you know he's not alone, and they're coming in hot. We gotta make so stand, and a guy who really likes baseball. Good to see a cocaine fueled Sawyer in the morning, you know? How's everybody doing today? Happy Tuesday. We get a fun one. Like the, the numbers are already up. Usually we like slowly creep up, but people seem excited for some reason. Who do we got here in the streets this morning? We got Steve's good morning. Snoopaloop letting us know happy National Mimosa Day. I'd push back, Snoopaloop. I would, I would say it's National Ping Pong Day. Jump Shoots here. Dustin's out here doing the Lord's work for the Mickey Mouse Bros. Uh, Josh Ness, Heaton Ford. Get out of here with that, Josh. Cameron Quinn, LeBrent. Good morning. Ferrico in the house. We got Airplane Moto. Ryan Shig Shigs. We got the Carmen Man. Stubbs here. Joe, the giveaway winner. Perfect Serial Badevines here. We got Keeper Stefan Stein. Oh, Stefan St. Pierre. Bonjour, Stefan. Welcome back. We haven't seen you in a while. We the North up in here. Jump shoot. We got Brent in the house. We got Coach Finstock. Jump shooty. We the people. Who else? Joel. Good morning, Joshua. Who else? Basson. Good afternoon. Good afternoon across there. Who else? T Man, Fenny, DJ Local. Look at Daniel Easterman here. Al just is here. Zach K, the Sex Panther. Uh, Eric Fernandez is here. All right. Good to see everybody. Listen, we got a fun one this morning. Uh, we should have our friend. Uh, Drew Austin from Knights of the Gen and Top Shot Twitter World uh, to come on, you know, because we did a, a tongue in cheek a funeral of Top Shot last week that if you actually watched, you had a good time with and understood the, why we did it. And it was fun. If you didn't and only looked at the thumbnail and then quote tweeted it being like, oh, he's doing it for the clicks again. Uh, you totally missed it. But uh, just, you know, to to ease the pack mamas of the world. Uh, we're going to bring Drew Austin on uh, because Drew Drew is someone who's, you know, of Knights of Degen fame, of course, but has been someone who I believe has been in Top Shot for a little bit and is pretty active in Top Shot. He'll he's uh, he tweets out a lot of bullish takes. And instead of just kind of, um, you know, instead of just uh, uh, interacting with it, I thought it might be nice to just have someone come on and explain their take a little bit more and we can have a nice back and forth uh, and then maybe talk a little Knights of Degen uh in a little bit, uh, in a little bit, he should be joining in like 10 minutes or so. Um, I believe he's gonna, yeah, he said it, uh, let's see, he should be home around nine 15. 
Uh, so there we go. That's beautiful. Um, I'm going to actually share the link with them right now. Hold on. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be fun. He'll be jumping on a little bit. Uh, it should be a good time. I'm excited for it. And hey, we'll have a little Top Shot talk in the morning. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, we got some other stuff to talk about, though, because in honor of uh, in honor of the Western Conference Finals, uh, in honor of the Western Conference Finals, you know what we got to do up in here? We got to give away a little something. So uh, we get the Lakers and the Nuggets tipping off tonight. We're going to give away a Top Shot debut of Jamal Murray. And the way to participate in this bad boy is you got to like the stream. You got to subscribe. You got to put hashtag Bubble Murray into the chat. Hashtag Bubble Murray. So uh, we'll give that away towards the end of the stream, which will be a lot of fun. Oh, the coffee's feeling nice today. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Eddie Dunks in the house too, saying Nuggets in four. All right, I man, I think it's going to be a close series. I'm really excited for it. I think the Nuggets are the better team, but as I said yesterday, man, every time I've been like, yeah, Lakers are Lakers are in tough in a tough spot this round. They've they've overcome. So I yeah, I'm a little nervous, a little nervous for the Nugs, but I'm I'm really excited for that show. I mean, for that series to tip off tonight, and then we get Celtics and Heat after that. Wow, ballers blockchain. I was about to say you you must be up like really late or really early. I on it doesn't matter how many times we've talked about this, Steve. I'll have no idea what time it is where you are, and I'm and that's on me, not on you. Um, couple other things. So right, we've got uh, I I believe Weisberg is going to be firing up a playback tonight for the little draft lottery. Uh, the eighty nine Cavs will be back tomorrow night. We're going to do eighty nine Cavs as like a pregame show leading into Celtics Heat, and then Thursday we'll have the NBA bit back to our normal. Oh, we'll have the NBA bit Wednesday as well. And then Friday, same thing. So that's what we got for content coming at you for the rest of the week. We've been having a fun time with it. Also, let's just do a little sub check because we're we're out here cooking in these streets. Uh, 9,347 subs are on our way to 10K, baby. We love to see it. Shout out to Steve Holt. Um, so that's exciting. All right, let's 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 talk a little bit. We've got the ping pongs uh, coming tonight, right? So draft lottery. And I don't know. I'm excited for our friends. Uh, as I said, 89 Cavs on Wednesday, which means our friends uh, Justin Catchins. Detroit basketball. Detroit basketball. And that's one of my favorite my favorite clips that that he cut up. That's fun. Uh, wow, Doctor Dunk says you are the next Pete Overzet. Thank you, Doctor. Oh my God. Um, I guess that's, I guess that's a compliment. It's, it also, also insulting because I'll never have those, those traps. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so that's tonight where, uh, we've got the, the Pistons. I, I actually think it's like pretty intriguing if the rocket, like how the rockets do in the lottery and how that impacts their off season moves. Right. Cause we've seen Udoka, Udoka come out there and be like, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're about win now. We need to get some veteran leadership in here. And I don't know if that me, if that's James Harden, I don't know if I would, uh, say that that's veteran leadership, but I'll be pretty interesting to see how those, uh, fall, uh, any explanation into why that clip goes into the number one by Nelly, dude, I, because they got Cade Cunningham, I think. I think that's because they got when they had the number one pick. That was one of the first playbacks I did. Uh, we did, I think, was four. No, that can't be right. That was like two years ago. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's why. Because he was the number one pick. Uh, so that we got that going on. That'll be tonight. Um, 
I don't know. What else you guys got for me while we wait to cook about some NBA Top Shot related things? Uh, they rescinded the tech. I don't know if you guys saw that. So you remember how Scott Foster was like, no, I don't tech and gave Jalen Brown a technical foul. Uh, and I know no dunks was talking about this yesterday. Like, can they rescind the tech? Um, and they did, they ended up rescinding it yesterday. So Jalen Brown did not get a technical foul for George. Uh, grabbed his knee, whatever. I don't think that's a big, big deal. Dr. Dunks says the Joker versus the Embiid MVP debate. You know, what's everybody. It's like, I get why they're like, dude, Embiid got bounced in the second round, man. Should he have gotten the MVP? Then, listen, yes, he was the regular season MVP. That doesn't change anything. So, like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, he's the MVP. Just because he got bounced. Like, was it a disappointing playoff performance? Yeah. Yeah, of course. But he's still the MVP. Um, so, I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine that he got the MVP. I'll tell you what he's not going to get next year is the MVP. Like, I don't see that happening. Same thing that happened with Giannis, right? Giannis ripped off a couple, and then they were like, dude, he can't get He got bounced in the playoffs, and then he was like, well, oh, he's not going to. No way. No way he's going to get it again. And then he wins finals MVP, drops a 50-piece in uh, the clinching game, right? So, who cares? Um, yeah, I don't care. Redemption talk. No, I'm going to save the – I don't have any redemption takes, man. Uh, I don't like what are just buy them or sell them. You know what? Here's my, here's my redemption take. Here we go. None of this is financial advice. Do what you love. Love what you do. Something like that. Right. Jump shoot says, do the 76ers have to choose between doc and Harden? I don't think they have to choose between them, but I don't think doc rivers is going to be back. I just don't know how, I don't know how you run that back. Uh, I don't know how you just like run it back. Right. So I think Doc Rivers is definitely gone. And then I think James Harden's going to be up to him. I, I think there's like a real possibility that they just bring him back. But it depends too. Like, is Harden going to be willing to uh, shave a little bit more, like, sh save, excuse me, um, the Sixers a little bit more money? Because if, if he's willing to take a pay cut to be like, hey, we need to get one more star up in here, then maybe, um, maybe, I don't know. What do people not get about regular season versus the... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get... I understand, like, if you had a take that you were like, Joker is the MVP or Giannis is the MVP. Actually, it can't be Giannis because of what happened there. But if you're like, Joker was the MVP, and then you go out there and watch Embiid do what he did, you're like, wow, what a huge mistake. Um, I don't know. I saw... And I forget who I just replied to in a tweet. Uh, King Paulus, I think, on Twitter, said something about the MVP of being like... Should we not have given it to Joker last year? And I think like even comparing to like Jokic was out there running around with Austin Rivers, right? Like that's very different than what Embiid's roster was. Um, so I don't really think that's comparable, but whatever, whatever. Uh, let's do a couple of plugs too, right? So our, uh, actually I'll save that. I'll say that. What time is the lotto? I think the lotto is, it. is that the lotto at eight o'clock? What time is the first game? It's usually like right before the first game. Uh, Western Conference tips off tonight um, at 8.30. So I imagine it's at like 7.45, 7.30, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if it just says it on the end. Oh, Tuesday, May 16th at 8 o'clock on the Worldwide Leader of Sports. Awesome. I hope we get more Mike Greenberg takes. Seriously, can we vote Mike Greenberg out? Can we vote him out? Or does he have like a, a oh, I don't even want to, I just, it's so bad. I can't watch ESPN anymore. I didn't, I don't want to turn into one of those people, but I am. Like, I just, I, I get a visceral reaction. And it's not everybody over there. I really like Richard Jefferson. I think RJ's like corny, but I enjoy him on there. I like Malika Andrews. I like Jalen Rose. But it's just, there is no vibes. No vibes over there. 
Uh, Eddie says, I knew I always liked you, Mike. I don't know. Do you really, did you really think that Eddie? <laughs> um, and yeah, I know when I like Wilbon, I just don't think there is zero chemistry, zero chemistry between any of them, even like Stephen A. And it feels like does Stephen A, does he have a clause that he's like, hey, I'm going to be on the NBA pregame show, but I get to speak for 35 minutes and everyone else gets five minutes. It's like every single time they like turn to Stephen A and he's like, I don't know, he's high, whatever. Jalen, I, I, so I, maybe he's overrated, but I think he's fine. Like I, when you're like comparing everybody on that panel, I like I would take Jalen Rose over those guys though. Uh, Reddick was throwing shade at RJ during the game. Yeah, but they have like a playful banter, playful back and forth. Um, so I, I enjoy them. Wait, there was another. Uh, Zach says I feel bad for 76ers fans that they trusted the process for a long time. Feel like they are back to rebuilding. Well, I don't think you can like fully be back to rebuilding with Joel Embiid on your team, right? Like a healthy Joel Embiid is like 45 wins, even with surrounded by ass. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I think the Sixers are still going to be fine. Um, I think they're still going to be fine. Um, saying he was not a great ambassador of the game because the regular season was a grind. Oh, I, I miss what this is. Oh, Reddick was, oh, about RJ. I got you. I got you. Um, and I, again, I'm not even out on Stephen A. Like I, th I think individually, except for Mike Greenberg, I am out on Mike Greenberg. I can't do it anymore. When he was saying that the humidity was the reason the Knicks were struggling in Miami, I just like throw me off a bridge. What? What? Um, yeah, the jo who does who gets the next sit down with John ja Morant after this is after this winds down, right? After we move on to so like the first time he gets suspended for a couple games, makes a quick trip to Florida, which fixes everything, uh, and then has a conversation with Jalen Rose, and he's like, "Yeah, man, never again." Um, hashtag not me. Who gets the next sit down? We should. I think we should be able to vote on that. We should be able to vote on who gets the next sit down and we should, we should get two options. We should get like, um, or we should vote for two different things. We should get like the, the one that would be good. And then the one for content. Um, and I think, um, I think, uh, dream shaker should get an option, uh, uh, boards to buckets. We should boards. To, he should go on boards to buckets and explain himself. I think that would be a good one. Gail and Barkley is pretty good. I don't think we need to do Tucker Carlson, although it would be kind of funny if it was on whatever Twitter TV is going to be. No, it can't be Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg is going to be like, uh, no, it can't be Mike Greenberg. I can't do it. No, not team hold, not team hold. I don't think I'm, I, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not good enough for that. Uh, DJ Vlad. Uh, what about oh, Dick Vitale? I, I started following NBA alerts. Do you guys, do you guys, I think it's called NBA alerts. And it just tweets out when people, when NBA uh, people, follow or unfollow uh different basketball media people and it i think it said john morant unfollowed dick vitale i think that's what it, or somebody just recently unfollowed dick vitale and it made me wonder like what had to happen what had to happen for you to be like Oof. i'm no longer a type of dandy baby like what happened before what needed to happen to be like i can't follow dick vitale anymore uh, anyways, it's a great account. Most of it I don't care about. And then every once in a while, I'll give you a gem. Gilbert Arenas Fenny is perfect, uh, especially uh, partnership with Underdog, right? He's on the Underdog Network right now. Sign up for underdogfantasy.com using promo code HOLD, H-O-L-D, for a 100% deposit bonus match up to 100 bucks. But I would watch that. Gilbert Arenas, uh, Josiah Johnson, fired up. Yeah, get Weisberg. Weisberg's another good option. I like that. Steven Jackson podcast would be good. Um Tandy's what I worked in a small office with DJ Vlad. What? 
Ooh, Top Shot Tony is a good one. Top Shot Tony's been dormant, even though he tweeted out, I'm back the other day. Top Shot Tony also uh, updated his banner photo. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, let me see. All right, Drew's going to be here in a couple. He's going to be here in a couple of minutes, which is exciting. I'll retweet that here. Uh, let me see if I can find the Top Shot Tony banner and I'll share it. Also, listen, if you're just joining, um, if you're just joining the chat here, uh, just joining the show, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Bubble Murray. We're going to give away a Jamal Murray Top Shot debut at the end of this. Um, we'll get the wrong Steve Jackson. What's happening? Uh, maybe a round t uh, table. Oh, what if we? Uh, what's the the red uh, the red um, the red table? Is that with um, Jada and Will Smith? The Smiths? That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Um, all right, hold on. Let me go back over to here. Oh, look at all these different. So, uh, did you guys see Top Shot Tony's new banner? I thought this was a good banner. We are sorry. We apologize. We were actively working on the resolution. Do you know what? I actually thought this was like a pretty funny reply from Top Shot because this was a reply about. Uh, and somebody was like, you didn't even apologize. <laughs> and I, that made me really laugh. That made me really laugh. Oh, that's right. I forgot that's your last name. Yeah, let's have Steve. Let's have Steve do it. Um, Hacker says, uh, oh, wait, what? For the, okay. I know I'm not worried about a partnership, Hacker. No, it's going to be fun. Oh, we got a bandy setting. Good morning, buddy. Um, yeah, Drew's going to be here in a few minutes. He's going to be here in a few minutes. So get excited. But yeah, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Bubble Murray. Excited to uh, talk about Top Shot and hey, get some questions ready. I've got some stuff. Uh, I got some stuff ready to ask, but if you guys have questions that you want answered and I want everyone to act like adults every once in a while, we bring a guest on here. People bring out their razors. Uh, no razors today. Okay. Maybe snap bracelets. We could do, everybody can get one snap bracelet, but that's about it. Um, yeah. the mate. That's a great idea. We, the people, I think that would be a fun one. It is funny, though, with the John Morant discourse, I found a lot of people the first time around would be like, oh, guys, everybody's overreacting. Chill, 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 chill. Uh, and then this time, that same group of people are like, actually, he's bad, uh, which I think is funny. It's just what the discourse around it is very funny. I don't know if you saw Tim McMahon, Ben McMahon. He was on both the low posts, which it was funny. Him on the low posts, Zach Lowe. You could feel, you could feel like the 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 radar was getting a little high, and Zach Lowe like curbed it. He was like, "Ah, oh, let's you know, let's let's," because he was calling him a child. He's like, "I don't know, I don't know," uh, which I appreciate as being a host of something. I appreciate watching someone feel like it's getting too too much. Uh, but then he was also on the Hoop Collective, the Brian Windhorse and Tim. Uh, I think it was Tim Bontemps. And he said he called the Josh uh, and he called them and one uh, and one and duns. He said the John or John Morant one and duns is what he called his shoes, which I thought was really good. And then he had a little flow about Jordan Poole. It was a fascinating, fascinating experience. Highly recommend both of those podcasts. Those are really, really good. Those are really, really good. Um, but yeah, he called him a child. It was, but it was watching Zach Lowe trying to like keep the temperature down was really, really good. Uh, first, we're not mad at you. We're just disappointed. Second time, dumbass. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Um, I'm team jaw, double standard, standard and racism. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure that is the case for some people. I don't want to speak for everyone's perspective. Uh, I don't know what the double standard is in the NBA, uh, with that, you know, I don't, uh, I, I can't think of any other times that this has happened where the NBA has been cool with it. Uh, outside of Austin Reeves' nickname being AR-15, I can't really think of another another thing to tie that together. But I'm not saying that's not the case. But I'm 
I'm not aware of it anyway, so I'm not aware of it. Ooh, shout out Whiteboard. This is a great callback, Fernandez. We haven't had a Whiteboard joke in a while. That's a great callback. Um, let me just make sure I'm not missing anything else over here. Um, okay. No, I should be joining us in a second. Uh, if Luca flashed a gun after being reprimanded, I'd be angry too. I don't think it's racial. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, not mad at uh, just his selections as friend. Now, dude, but that's the thing. I... You saw the friend, like the fr when the video was going, he the friend like catches it and then immediately like moves his phone down. I listen, I'm not. This isn't the defense of the friend, but at some point, uh, at some point, maybe maybe it's on job, right? As Michael Jackson once said, "Who's not problematic at all?" I'm at the man in the mirror. I'm a change away i should have had the lyrics ready to go but i don't know i'm i'm a big fan of taking accountability for your actions looking at you rohan um i don't know i think i think he should be held responsible for his own action if eli manning was shooting a bud light cans people would be cheering uh he i mean but that hasn't happened like give me an example of it happening um i don't know uh, initials don't always make great nicknames for an aircraft. AR-15 is a stretch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's, I think Austin, I thought Austin Reeves had uh, a nickname too early. I think you have to be either really good or really bad in order to have a nickname. However, I do think he's earned it in the last couple of weeks. I do think he has earned it in the last couple of weeks. Um, Anyways, I don't know. Anything else in the chat? Anything else you guys have for me? Anything spicy before Drew joins us here? He did tweet it out, so he is coming. He is coming, which I'm excited about. Um, we get any other updates on Top Shot about the uh, rookie revs, the rookie revs packs? I don't think so, right? The last, last set of updates I think we've had were all around redemptions and challenges and stuff. How early did Kirilenko pick up uh, AK-47? That's a good question, Shiggins. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. Also, Josh, yeah, I saw your photos from the picture uh, from your trip. That looked amazing. Um, Getty, I did not see any Shannon Sharp takes. I actually go deep out of my way. Like I find ways to not take in Shannon Sharp or Skip Bayless takes. Um, lest we forget Chris Paul three. <laughs> oh man, I can tell you this coffee is really good this morning. It really is. Um, odds of John Morant shooting himself in the dingus in the next two years. Uh, that for those that don't remember, that's got some Plaxico Burris energy, man. That was, oh God, that's, that's how old I am now. I remember, I remember learning about the Plaxico stuff. That was a long time ago, a long time ago for plexiglass. I was a Plaxico Burris fan too for a while. Sharp was good. All right. I'll check, I'll check out Shannon Sharp. I, yeah, but like Jack, at what point? What point does Jaw have to be like, hey, maybe I, maybe we don't do it? Like, he definitely knew they were filming, right? They knew they were filming. Um, yeah, I don't know. They knew they were filming. I don't know. I, uh, all right, Top Shot Tesla, let's go. Top Shot Tesla always has perspective. I enjoy seeing him. Uh, it's a much bigger issue than the incident. Certain people brandish guns and are seen as threatening. Others use them as photos for Christmas cards. Oh, yes. No, totally. I totally agree with this. I totally agree with this, right? Like, uh, the, uh, you know, without getting super political this morning because, you know, we're, the times, the times, uh, yeah, like Christmas cards go around here, but like they're Irish home air guns. Uh, but what's different is, I mean, yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not even going, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I tell you what, if Austin Reeves sent out a Christmas card like that, it would still be, there would still be an issue. All right. 
enough of that. We don't have to talk about Austin Reeves. We don't have to talk about John Moran anymore. Um, at least in the, uh, in the Instagram live era, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all right. We're excited. I'm excited to have our special guest on. We're going to bring him. you know, him from the Knights of the gen from top shot, Twitter, from NFT NYC, you know, him from everywhere. We got drew Austin on here. Drew, what's going on, man? What's up, buddy? How we doing? Good, dude. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, man. I know you. Uh, I anytime I invite someone and I'm like, hey, can you come on in the the middle of a work day or like the morning? <laughs> it's never ideal. Uh, so I appreciate you making some time. Nah, it's all good, dude. I just got got just got back, dropped the kid off quickly, and hopped on. Nice, nice. Well, hey, I I want to get into it because I know we both have a hard out at ten, and I, I just kind of want to talk Top Shot a little bit. So, and just to set the context for some of the people that might be watching on the chat or, or you as well, uh, we did a show uh, last week uh, that was more tongue in cheek, just calling it the funeral uh, after after like some of the uh, some of the, after the pack drop last week. And really, if people watched the show, it was more just kind of like reminiscing on uh, the good times that have been had, right? And more of a more of like, again, tongue in cheek. But again, a lot of people saw the thumbnail and they were like, oh my God, here comes the FUD King. Uh, but I wanted to uh, almost like provide the other side of the conversation a little bit because, um, and I'm not, I'm not like Captain FUD, uh, but I, I do think like having someone come on who has been uh, pretty bullish on the platform, even through the, like the bear market uh, would be helpful. And just to kind of get your takes on some stuff. So I guess like I, that was a long preamble to just get you to talk on the show. So sorry, but I'm curious, like what, what was your introduction to, to top shop before we get into like the current times? Like what was your introduction to it and how long you've been messing around with it? So <clears throat> I got in early. Um, I read this article um, that was written by one of the investors. Um, it was one of the, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Union Square Ventures, the name's escaping me right now. He wrote this great article about NBA Top Shot when it first came out. It was probably like in the end of the summer, early, maybe early fall of mm -hmm. 20 or 2020. What is it? 20, 2021, 20, 20 probably 20. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was 20. I, Checked it out. It was probably one of the first. So I've been, let me give you context. First of all, yeah. I've been in crypto since 2013. Uh, I started buying NFTs actually in 2018. So I was around, I got in pretty early. I was looking, I've been a collector of things my whole life. So I liked, you know, I have everything from like action figures to sports cards to, yeah. you know, autographs to artwork, whatever it is. I've always just been a collector. I gravitated towards that. So when I started finding out about the blockchain about, you know, a decade ago now, um, the idea of digital collectibles was like the thing I got really excited about because I thought certificate of certificates of authenticity were like kind of bullshit. And mm -hmm. I was like, be so much it would be like a, a digital, like transparent, you know, um, kind of like pr proof of of scarcity and provenance made a lot of sense. Yeah. So I kept my eyes open. I ended up finding Super Rare. Super Rare was the first like uh, art marketplace that I saw start doing digital art collectibles. Started okay. art on there in 2018. Got started. Then um, I see Top Shot come around. I'm a huge sports guy. Um, and uh, I saw, I think I, my first pack that I opened, I said, holy shit, this is the future. Um, that was like, that was it for me. I've had like three moments in, in Web3 that were like these like, uh, these like really powerful moments where I saw the future. And it was like the first time I owned a piece of art on Super Rare where I felt that same feeling of like excitement and ownership that I feel sure. if I buy a art the second one was when i was like really excited to see what i was going to get in the nba top shot pack and then yeah. the fact that i could flip a card i didn't want in 30 seconds like 
I've never sold anything, dude. I don't go to eBay and like, what am I going to do? Bubble wrap some shit and go to yeah. the fucking, I just like don't want to deal with that. So I never sell anything. Yeah. Like, I mean that to me too, that was like the thing that, that clicked the most for me as well. Like I, it was so hard to figure out what something was worth and then what even the process was to like move off of something to get something new. And like the, the immediacy in which that could happen really like scratched an itch for me when, when it was first introduced to me. Totally. So that was really powerful. And third was actually win winning a couple races in Zed run. I thought that was a really incredible experience too. Yeah. In the early days. So like, Anyway, so I got into Top Shot and I remember like I was it was around like the holidays, um, like Christmas. Um, it was like around the Christmas holidays, New Year's. And I was telling my friends I'm starting to buy like, you know, these like more expensive moments, like putting a thousand bucks into a Zion rookie, uh, like a sure. Cosmic Zion or a John, John, I spent like fifteen hundred bucks on a John Morant hollow. And everyone's like, dude, you're fucking nuts. What are these things? <laughs> and then honestly, within about a month or two, the whole thing just took off. Um, yeah blew up um i remember like at, a, at, a, at its high i think my my account was like i think worth like three million bucks it was wow crazy. it was crazy yeah and um and it was a lot of fun and it was it was and i remember i was doing like and people were like oh it's not real i'm like you know i, I remember i took a dare from someone on twitter to sell a hundred thousand dollars worth of moments in a week and i ended up selling a hundred forty thousand in four days wow um, it was just super liquid. The, the space was awesome and it was a lot of fun, but my thesis always was very, was always consistent. Like I've always felt that when it comes to collecting, um, co when, when you're a collector, things um, in, mo in most things that I've ever collected, they grow in value with age. You know mm -hmm. I mean? Like I have, I have more Ninja Turtles, like I've uh, in the boxes in my, like in my downstairs and like those keep going up. Like, what did I pay five bucks for them when I, when they were kids or like maybe I thrown, maybe over the years I've paid 20 or 40 or whatever, you know, now most of those are over a hundred bucks each or 200 bucks each. And for me, it's more of the art. I'm a collector. I don't really sell sure. this stuff, but things appreciate in value with age when, when you're a collector. Um, and as the, the, and as the audience eventually it goes through cycles of, of awareness and excitement and interest. So for me, that just led itself to saying the top shot could be a long-term play. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally get that too. Right. Like I, I think there is a level of impatience from both people who like love it and, and are frustrated with it, that it's just kind of like, man, like you, the idea, like, yes, I, I get that it's a collectible, but I'd also like the collectible to be worth more now instead of having to wait 20 years. Like I totally, uh, I I'm like aware of, of that, of that behavior as well. I guess like where, where, where I kind of wanted to pivot to a little bit and I appreciate you sharing all that is kind yeah. of like, is, are you at the point now where you're like, that is my thesis of all of this. So I actually kind of don't care, not don't care, but like for lack of a better way to explain it, don't yeah. care what's going on right now in that sense, no, because it's I, like, this is a collectible. So I'm totally. worried about the long term. Yeah. So I, I don't give a shit about the ups and downs, the day to day bullshit that everyone tweets about every time they make a move. I just don't oh. care. Like, listen, I think that it is totally normal in a space with very little precedent where there's no one. First of all, <clears throat> for all the ups and downs, Top Shot's still probably the the most successful um, NFT ever sold. Um, mm -hmm. And if it's not number one, it's probably top three. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's up sure. there. Um, and uh, it's first. It's 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 also not only just been a, the most successful consistently over the past couple of years, even in the downturns, still remains successful in sales and activity and revenue. But also, it's it's historical. So it has like a lot of these pieces. Like I'm a, I'm a big CryptoPunks guy. I think CryptoPunks are one of the best things that you can own in the Web3 space and sure. invest perspective and why it's not because of their utility they don't do shit with it i actually prefer that they don't do anything with it it's because of the his the history and the provenance behind it 
It was one of the first um, and is really recognized as the pioneer of the PFP movement. And in, when we look back in 10, 20 years from now at the digital art and digital collectible revolution, there will be a section on CryptoPunks. I also think that NBA Top Shot was the most influential um, most influential uh, company that that has that has driven adoption of Web three. Period. Bar none. There was no one else that's co compared. So when you start to think about the story of NFTs and digital assets and digital collectibles, and we are not going, we're not going to be going towards a world that's less digital. You know, mm -hmm. Apple's going to be releasing their VR headset soon. Like we're going right. more and more into a digital digital world. Like. NBA Top Shot is part of the history, part of the story, and part of the and part of the foundation of and pioneers of this space. And I think that all they have to do really, really now is survive. And is survive. It, like I, I believe, like I say that to mo most of these companies right now in this terrible, it's a terrible market, Web3. It's a very difficult market yeah. to be successful in. And you just gotta survive and build for the future. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of that. I agree with a lot of that. I, I Sometimes I push back a little bit because like, I, I agree like when you think of the history of this or the, the very recent history of all of this mm -hmm. and the influence behind like the growth in it, it absolutely stems from Top Shot. That was a lot of the mainstream. I don't know how much that ties into it being successful in the future versus mm -hmm. an anecdote of the story. Um, and so that's something that like I keep in the back of my mind. But I guess like where... Because I think if you're not in the day-to-day, -day, right? Because uh, I, I can appreciate that thesis of all of this of being like, hey, I'm just, uh, I know this is a collectible. I know that over time, like it doesn't matter what it's worth right now because that isn't how I got into it. And that's how I've approached Top Shot for a long time. I was like, I don't care if I bought something in February and it went down in April because I wasn't planning on selling in April. So why am I even checking the price of it, right? And that is, that's how I approached it. I guess like being in the day-to-day -day of what's been happening in Top Shot and paying attention less about like, uh the 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 value the current market value of the product and more about the way that they have moved uh infrastructurally and leadership wise over the course of the last couple of years through this downturn i think mm -hmm. that's where like i've had more red flags it's not a it's not a belief that like uh nfts are dead it's not a belief that like the the partnership with the nba is going to absolve it's more that i just don't know how much faith i have in the the current team and i don't mean like i don't mean like the people putting out blog posts and curating the moments i think they do a great job i think like the right. team that we actually interact with do, does a great job but i think like based on their it's been a lot of like zigzags of like oh this is what we're doing now this is what we're doing yeah, now, this yeah. is what we're doing and, and i think and, and that's I, where like some of my frustration comes and i and i wanted to kind of ask like oh like are you aware of of like that or are you kind of like not blinders makes it sound negative i don't mean blinders but like are you just like that's not that I don't care about that right now. I still care about like the collectability. So I understand that. So listen, I, I look at this perspective. I look at it from a few different perspectives. Okay. So mm -hmm. I want to give complete context here. I am a very tiny investor in Dapper Labs to the point where like my John Morant is probably worth more than my investment. So I don't really care as much about it as a VC investor. I'm sure. an investor in a ton of Web3 companies, over a hundred companies. That's what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. Um but like my investment is like is very small. We got in around the Series B. But I want so I look at it from an investor perspective. I look at it from a collector perspective because I'm probably top 100 in collectors and holdings. Mm -hmm. And then I also look at it as a builder because I'm, a, I'm I run Knights of Degen and I'm a builder in the space. So like I see that this is a space that has very little precedent, and I know that almost every Web three or NFT company takes a while 
a lot of experimentation to figure out what it is that they're going to be known for. What are they going to do? They try to, it's like a very, this is a very weird business building ecosystem because you have to build a lot in public and everyone thinks that they're an investor. You know, like that, that's the reality of it all. Like, you know, does anyone complain about Panini and Fleer and make them change directions every day? No, but NBA Top Shot, they feel like they, Top Shot owes them something, but like it's a very different type of it's a very different type of landscape to build a sure. business. Sure, uh, but I think I would say what I would say about that with the Panini Fleer, uh, the 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 thing I'd push back is Panini and Fleer don't change direction when they hear that, right? And yeah. Top Shot does. Yeah, so and Top that, Shot because and, and I agree with that, and that's like if I was so like the reality is you're, you're in this space. There's a lot of pressure to build with the community, to listen mm -hmm. to your audience. We, you know, we're, this, this is brand new. Like back when, back when, when this, when, when cardboard was coming out, there was no public forum where you can just yell at the on owners all day and yell at right. the managers, yell at the employees every time they do something wrong. Right. I mean, the reality is I just read a tweet yesterday, that Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie card, the upper deck rookie, like one of the most famous rookies. There's now a hundred thousand of them graded. 100,000 graded. Right. I mean, we talk about supply issues in Top Shot, and I think it's the most ridiculous argument I've ever, a thing I've ever heard. Like, I mean, listen, if you don't want to buy a 20,000 or 40,000 moment, those are for the, those are for gameplay. They're for, they're $1 moments. If they go to two, you're lucky. Like, those are yeah. not, those are, I, we, I have boxes of that bullshit of common cards in my house that I'll never do anything with. Never. Right. There's, sell them. Why we talk about that is, it blows my mind even. So I, cause I agree with you. I think there's, they make, and I mean, they've said it, uh, they've said it and then they've walked it back a bunch of times for like commons or commons or commons, right? Like those, those moments don't matter, right? Those moments don't matter. And I agree with that. I think there is a lot of bullshit in there and there needs to be, there needs to be bullshit because that is just how it works. That's if every, if everything is worth something, if, there, it's legendary. Exactly. But I think my, my bigger concern right now, when we talk about scarcity, it's not the 40,000, the 20,000, the 10,000, whatever. I think the stuff that they think is scarce is even like, even that is taking a bath in a way that it's not like, Oh, the market's down. I feel sure. like the way that they have developed uh, those pro uh, products moving into the current series is that even the stuff that they are propping up is like, Hey, this is the legendary. Like even that doesn't, have like there's no it there doesn't seem to be like an understanding of why that should be scarce or why that is worth anything why there's value there and i think that's where i have concern it's less about like the forty thousand because i agree with you there has to be you can't open whether it's physical or digital you can't open a thing and then everything be like the most amazing shit ever right that's just not how it works it's not how any product works yeah but that's where my concern is even in like the scarce stuff it's not really scarce yeah so like listen i I, I collect as if I was collecting, you know, anything else that I'm interested in. I collect, like, I, you know, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, like, if it wasn't for the Twitter chatter and everyone hating on it all day, I yeah. would just be having fun. Like, honestly, I enjoy the collecting experience of it all. Sure. I collect Knicks. So I have a complete set. I, I, I try to get a complete set of Knicks. I enjoy mm -hmm. getting it. Like I just grabbed yesterday the two moments from the playoffs that of the games I went to. Like yeah. I enjoy the collecting experience of it. I go after rookies. So if there are rookie cards, I buy rookies. Like I just bought, I think, Austin Reeves moment yesterday, his rookie moment uh, yesterday. Yeah. I buy these because I think that over in the long term, rookies will have more value. I buy series one moments because I think that anything in the early, if you go look at any other sports card collectible, that first year, the first generations of cards are always the most valuable. I buy a lot of series ones. I buy a lot of rookies and I buy like those and I buy packs and I don't even open the packs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, 
happens sometimes because it's just fun and it's hard to control. But like usually I just buy the packs and hold them now because I think packs will uh, like in the long term, if people want to look back and get an opportunity to go for an early card, sure. those will be valuable. So that's what I collect. That's my collecting experience. Um, I am not as I'm not as like into the everyday this moment, that moment. There are other people that are. Yeah, I, I do think that I do think that when in the, the reality of web three right now, this is for every NFT project is that there are about 10,000 people in the entire NFT space and about a thousand businesses competing for them. And that's just not enough to sustain any market period. That's not possible. Sure. So but with that supply is going to feel like a lot. If there's even 10 of any moment, not, not 20, 50, 99, hundred, if there's 10, there is going to feel like a lot. So because there's just not enough demand right now in the market, but which is why I say that you need to survive today and build for the future. My whole thesis on Web3 in general, and I collect art, I have over mm -hmm. 2000 NFTs. I'm a collector. I don't like, I, I, you know, you can call, you could say I'm trying to protect my bag. I don't, I enjoy this shit. Yeah. I about it i enjoy it i talk about the stuff that i'm passionate about that's what i that's just the way i lean into the stuff yeah but and I, I listen i think that's fine i i think a lot of us enjoy it too like uh i mean that's how i came to it i mean i was intrigued this whole idea of a sports stock market which is how it was marketed to me initially uh mm -hmm. i was intrigued by that and then i'm a huge basketball fan and yeah. i'm a big celtics fan i also like the nuggets so uh, maybe in two weeks i'm going to be very conflicted um but actually i won't be conflicted i'll be rooting for the celtics but like i enjoy having those are the only moments i've locked for myself Celtics uh, and Nuggets yeah. moments, which I do kind of regret, but whatever. It's like, I like yeah. the Celtics moments. If something incredible happens this year, like this was two years ago, it. the DeAndre Ayton, like Valley of the Sun dunk, right? Like all that shit. I totally get that. I was super I, excited. I, I got the Grimes that when Grimes hurt his knee. Uh, oh my God. I immediately grabbed that moment. That was so cool to have. I love That's, that. That almost should be a Tom Thibodeau moment. And, and oh, it's not the that. steal. It's just that Tibbs didn't take him out after that. Uh, that was incredible. But, yeah. but like, I, I don't, I don't disagree with any of that. I think that's what now Top Shot wants you to do. They just want you to connect. Uh, I almost said connecting and collecting. Shout out Treaticus. But they just want you to collect the things that you like. That's your fandom stuff. But I just don't know. I, I think they're chasing a little bit. Let's be. Yeah. Let's, so let me let, let's go look because I, I see some of the comments. Let me address some of the things I'm saying yeah. here. So first of all, again, I've already commented that I am an investor in Dapper. I have mm -hmm. less investment at risk than my John Morant card. I don't care about it from that perspective. Of course, sure. I root for it like any other investment, but that's just not, I wouldn't, you know, it doesn't, it won't make or break me in any way, even a little bit. Sure. So like, uh, you know, that's all I can, the context I can give there. The second part of it though is like, listen, there is a lot of experimentation because digital collectibles provide new possibilities. So should we build a game? Should we build infrastructure? Like, you know, like this is the, this, like, should we make them scare? Should we create challenges? Should we make them connected to these types of experiences? These are all things that are brand new that um, like, these are all things that are brand new and they are, like things that we have no idea if they're going to work or not, or if they're needed. Now, if it was up to me, like yeah. the things that that I'm that I that I value, I wish they let all of the game building, uh, challenge building. I mean, challenges are fine. Let them do them yeah. every once in a while, fun. But like, I think they should leave that to third parties. Allow third parties to build that type of stuff, and yeah. just focus on being on creating scarce, rare collectibles. That's I, it. I totally agree with that. I think I, like I. In the bulk, make tons of fucking common moments and let common common fucking people that want to collect common moments co enjoy that and have fun yeah. with it or not or use them for games that third parties people build whatever you fucking want. For me, I want to be able to collect the rare 
and rookies yeah. and, the, and the, the great, the LeBron uh, point scoring record moments and things of that nature. And that's what I think they should lean into. And I think that like, if they, I, I honestly believe that the, the, I really believe the chatter and the FUD in the market is a neg. It, it really drives their team fucking crazy. Uh, maybe I, I, they're trying to solve that, things. That might be true. I wanted to, I want to touch on two things because, and one, uh, one thing that I really agree with you, because I think Knights of Degen have done a good job with this. I think like, yeah, whatever. The chat's wild anyway. So you can, you can give them a million dollars. But you like, I think Knights of Degen has done a really good job with this, right? Where you, you guys figured out what you were good at and yeah. then you just like leaned into it because I think like early on, you were doing a couple of different things. And then you were like, no, we know we are uh, people that like love sports and sports betting and we enjoy grabbing a drink, right? Like that, that's how I would target that audience. And you guys figured that out and you're like, let's just do that and be great at that. I think what mm -hmm. Top Shot can't figure out yet is they're like, we're, we're touching a bunch of different stuff and not doing anything well. And I want to go back to one other thing that you said too. I like, I agree, right? It's beta. We're early. They got to test stuff. I don't think web three is an excuse to be bad. Do you know what I mean? Like Web3 is an excuse. Sure, you can use that to be like, it's time for us to test some new stuff, see what works, see what doesn't. But I don't think that can be used. And I think so many times it is. It's like, well, listen, we're, we're building on the fly. We're going to figure out where we're going. Web3 is not an excuse for shitty leadership. And it's not an excuse. And like, yes, there's 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 room to test new stuff out. But I think so many times, like we've seen them being like, hey, guys, in Series 4, we're, we're all about scarcity. It's going to be hard to get packs. And then time and time again, they've, reneged on their word and again that's not at the people who are like curating the moments or putting the blogs out but it's because this you're having people up top just like fire out statements and now people who are now overworked and underpaid because they laid off like half of the staff which i know is something that happens in startup culture all the time but when you lay off 60 percent of the staff and now you have a leader who's out there just firing out takes they all now have to scramble to make this thing work and then mm -hmm. we, they are now the ones answering the questions of like, well, hey, how come you guys said this thing a month ago and now it's completely different? Or like, I, I don't know. And I, I think that is where like, that is my concern about the product. My concern isn't about the collectability, the concern, I mean, a little scarcity. It's not about the NBA licensing. It's about the people up top having a, a, an unclear and fuzzy vision. Okay, so I think that when it comes, like, listen, I've, I've been around startups my entire life since I was 19 mm -hmm. years old building startup companies i it's all i know my entire life like if like there's going to be a point where if, if we if like the reality is i know that like twitter hates on leadership like crazy and all this terrible stuff about leadership and roham's the worst person in the world and blah 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 the reality is that like roham's been very very successful in web3 and he's been a pioneer and he's been a, a builder and a creator and he's been a leader and he's built one of the most successful businesses in all of web3 um, and I think that like, yes, like he is trying to figure this out like everybody else. I think he's under a microscope that no other operating leader in any other startup I've been around ever in my life is under because of the public, the public nature of building in web three and building in public. I think he's made mistakes. I think he can, he can improve communications for sure. Um, I, the reality is, is that like, if we need, if at the, if in the, in the future, I think that like Roham's very successful. I think at the point where he thinks he needs to to bring someone else in, if he feels that, that someone else can do a better job than he will, he will do it. I don't I don't think that he wouldn't do that. I think he would do what's best for the business because he's a he's a he's a very smart guy. He's very successful. He knows what he's doing in this space, but he's really trying to figure out. I think there's a lot of 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 again, I do think there is I use the word experimentation because 
every NFT project goes through this period. Absolutely. And 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 he has and he's gone through it at a at a much more um, kind of like at, at, a, at a level that's a, a lot closer looked at and with more at stake, with more capital, more investors, licensing deals for, with the NBA that are under scrutiny to the, to the, the deepest degree. Mm-hmm. So like his experiment, like, like where I can go out and do a lot of things at nights of DJ and take experiments and swings because I don't have to worry as much about right. some of, the, of the, the deals that he has in place he has to make sure he's worried about every one of those deals with every move. So everyone's like, go do this. And he's like, well, no, maybe my, maybe I have to do this because I'm my deal with NBA. Who knows what the details are that he's having to face. So like the reality is this, I look at it as, I, I think that there is a journey here. We are in the year three of this mm-hmm. startup, which is still a startup. I mean, sure. every thing is an NFT project. That's not a startup right now. I think that, there, I think that every the cool part about it is that every, he gets a, he gets this nice advantage that I think every series you can come in and almost start fresh. Like next series, he can come in again, and that's going to be a big next year with Wemba, uh, Wemby, with the yeah Wemby coming coming in, and like I mean that opens up an entire new opportunity to start fresh again and learn again and take more swings. And guess what? All the haters are going to come out in droves and try and buy a Wemby. They're just going to do it because they still, although they, like, I'd rather, as, a, as an owner, I would rather have everyone hating on my project every day than ignoring it. Every, and I'd take that any day of the week. Any day yeah. of the week. Yeah. I mean, and that's, the, I, and I believe LG pointed this out in a recent newsletter. Is doing something right, right? He's evoking emotion. He's got to be doing something right here. He can't be doing it all wrong. I know the leadership, he gets, gets crucified on Twitter and stuff like that, but he's not doing it all wrong. Like there was a lot of things that he could have, like, I think it was the right decision to not release that game. He said he was good. They were building a game that, you know what? They said, you know what? We're oh, yeah. That. No, there's I don't, no I... need for it. There's no need for that. Let other people build games if they so choose. You're build a, an amazing car. I remember uh, there was. The cardboard industry, was, I think, was worth about $6 billion. Okay, I think that mm-hmm. was what I remember mm-hmm. reading, the sports cardboard industry. NBA Top Shot, you, you layer in the, trend, the, 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 the blockchain technology. Don't forget about the leadership and all this stuff. Simply the fact that you can make one-click one click sales and, and have so much more volume and frictionless transactions and, and sell low-end low moments and high-end moments and all this. That market is, I believe, 5 to, 10, 5 to 10x potentially bigger. Now, sure, that sure. all comes down to what my thesis is for Web3, which is we are, this is not the market that we build for. This has become – this is a market right now. Now, the customer base that's in Web3, and I'm talking all of Web3, are investors and gamblers. That's it. These are not gamers. And unfortunately, in Web3, most of us are building for gamers because we're building for people that will participate, that want to enjoy a little of the nuance, enjoy the complexity, have fun playing the game that we've rolled out for you to enjoy and collecting. This is not what this market's made up of today. So in the next 12 to 24 months, when the big IP and gaming companies come in, like the Pokemons or you know, Magic the Gathering or, um, or uh, you know, if Grand Theft Auto brings a game to the blockchain and you are able to steal a car and then go sell it for five grand on, on OpenSea and then all of a sudden be like, holy shit, this is what gaming's like now. I could do this. We will go through a transformation of unproductive gaming to productive gaming and that will bring in millions of users, which will trump anything we've ever seen from DeFi and NFTs. And when yeah, that- yeah. 
They'll go through the journey that a lot of NFT collectors went through, which is they'll go and find some of the of the history, some of the the fun things to collect, things that they're used to and comfortable with. And sports cards is one of them, and I believe that's where they'll go. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting a little feedback too. I don't know, or maybe it's a little bit better now. So we're good. We're good. I was just hearing when I was hearing my voice, it was echoing. I think my this this actually happened with another project called Ballers, right? Where everybody's and I'm not saying this is your entire thesis, but everybody's thesis was like, hey man, once once ballers can use their PFP, Top Shot's going to fucking moon. And then I'm like, if that's your thesis, just buy Top Shots. So, right, like, why why do I have to, why would I buy a product that needs another product to succeed before it can? And that's kind of how, like, as you were describing that, I, why, why, can, why is my faith in Top Shot reliant on somebody else creating a game that's going to bring people in? Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, why? Oh yeah, I, I, that's a, that's to me. That's a, that's a complete like side action. I don't yeah. really care. And I I think I'm I'm gonna push back a little bit more on the leadership stuff too because like I I think you're right. I mean the the way they've created the marketplace is so smooth. You're able to like see what yeah. other sales are. All of that stuff is great. But we're not there anymore. They've had that for a while. And I think like I think Roham and and again I'm on. I have I talked to people on the inside. I've talked to people who used to be there. It feels like. It feels like he still has his thumb on the scale, but is not involved. Uh, and I don't think he's in there in the day to day. And I think he's doing so much. Like you said, he's a very successful businessman in this space and is doing so many different things. And you can tell by every time somebody tweets about flow, about all the different stuff they're doing in flow. I don't know like who, and I like, apparently they hired a general manager that's in charge of top shop, but we're not really sure who it is. We're not really sure what they're doing. And so I do think there is, I, I think there is a real concern when you have right the user base right now is so small in this entire space right now and i'll, I'll let me put you as someone who has a, a web3 product right if you mm -hmm. told all of your people in nights that you were like hey listen because you own this night this is going to get you access to a free mint for the thing that's coming uh mm -hmm. next and that's gonna whatever blah 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 and then sure. when the mint comes you're like hey guys uh just kidding uh it's not going to be free anymore you have to buy one actually you have to buy two in order to continue to be a part of the community, right? Like if you continue to lay out a plan and then make adjustments on the fly and then make adjustments to those adjustments on the fly, it's like yeah. setting rules to the game and then changing the rules after people start playing the game. And it yeah. puts everybody in a situation where we're like, how the fuck do we do anything on here if we don't that's know fair. what the rules are? Do you know? No, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's where, that's where, at least for me, I don't want to speak for everybody in the chat, but that's for me. It's like, I, 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 I can't, I can't like honestly sit back and be like, you know what, man, I actually like trust the leadership. I trust what they're doing, even though they've broken our trust time and time again. I just think it's, I feel like they're, they're playing with fire. It's a little bit more irresponsibly. And I, and they're banking more on like, well, you know, it's beta, it's early. And I, at some point, if you are decimating your entire user base right now, and I'm not even talking about financially, like I think everybody has bias based on their bags. If your bags are way down, you're like, what the hell burn it. If your bags are way up, you're like, Hey, everybody yep. shut up, man. This is actually yep. great. I'm not talking about the financial aspects of things. Cause I'm comfortable losing money. I've done yep. it before. I'll yeah. do it again. I oh, like yeah. fantasy sports. I like betting on sports. Like I know how to lose money. I'm very good at it. I'm fine with that. But when you, 
it, when you when I bet on a game and the line is Celtics minus three, and then all of a sudden after my bet it's Celtics minus six, how the fuck am I supposed to play this game? And that is kind of the energy that I feel like the leadership at Top Shot has presented to the community. But they're just kind of like, hey man, shut up. It's not financial advice. Connect and collect, dude. We're gonna send a couple of you guys to a basketball game, which all of that shit is good. The community stuff that they're doing with team captains and the Discord, I'm pro all of that stuff. I love what they've been doing for the redemptions. I think that's like a fun, unique, when you talk about experimenting with things, this is a beautiful experiment that I'm sure they're going to make tweaks on going into series five, but it's like pretty exciting. I, I like, I like what they're doing with that. But again, you can make all of these tweaks that I can see right there. But if, if up here, if up here isn't fixed, if the infrastructural, st uh, like spine of this thing is shaky, it's not going to matter. And that is like the concern that I think has been brought on to. So, and I, you know what? Listen, I, I of course, of course, Top Shot Twitter. No one has had a logical take on Twitter since like 2009. Everybody's yeah. either like on cocaine or like they're all the way at a 10 or all the way at a zero, right? There's no take that what for what it's with. Maybe we come, maybe we dial it back a little bit more. I, I think there has been like some a concerning trend of how they've communicated, how they've acted. That's and, where. Like, that's where I think the so like here's where I go. I, I'm with Knights of Degen. I'll talk. I'll, I'll tell you like the, the way I think about it as a builder. Mm -hmm. We've always kind of leaned, and I think we've done a pretty good job of this with our community. We 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 have been very upfront and vocal with our community about where our visions are and what we're building and where we're going. And if we're going to change something, we're very communicative about that. We bring the community in. We have a community council. We have com committees that are involved. I think that like you have to be capable of change. You have to be capable of pivots in this space. You have to be capable of seeing, hey, the data is telling me I have to go in a different direction to build a survivable and successful and thriving company. If you don't do that, you will die. You will fail. fail. If you try to keep that, Every single thing that you say to the button and then you can't lay out plans. So that means you have to hide everything or you lay out plans and you align with your community that we are going to build this together. We have a vision. We have, a, we don't know if every step that we're taking is going to get there. So we, but we know our North star. So we've set a North star for Knights of Degen by saying, Hey, this is what we want to build. We want to be a, uh, the RPG fantasy sports gaming company. And here's what we're going to do to get there. We're going to tell the story. We're going to build the lore. We're going to build games. We're going to down, lean into mobile. We're going to la launch our IP. We're going to, you know, we're going to create a story and a world around this. And then we're going to build these new games to, to be able to drop them. And like, because of that, when we, if we have to go uh, and change something, like we've been, I think we've been really good at sticking to a roadmap. We've been, sure. I, I just try to be open and transparent. Like that's the way we've operated. But And I agree. I think you guys have been crushing it. I, t I totally agree. No, I appreciate that, man. We're having a lot of fun. It's it's because we, we, you know, we do what we love. And listen, there's no way to make everybody happy. Like the nice thing, the for better or worse, we've never had this viral moment where we've, where the price went to 10. Like I look at Goblin Town. Goblin's mm -hmm. one, one of my favorite projects. I love the team. I think the IP and the story is great. The artists, I love it all. But they went from up to 80th and then went down back to point two. And yeah. like now there's a bunch of people that hate on them because they bought it at 5th or 6th or 80th. And it doesn't matter what they do. They're going to be hated on by those people. Now for us we've been almost like a stable coin in this whole space. Like we have mm -hmm. like less than 1% available. You know, we've had, we've been 0.3 ETH or 0.25 ETH the entire time. We've stayed very steady because people aren't really selling ours and we just haven't broken through yet. But mm -hmm. the reality is, is like what we've always, what we've always stood by is that. 
lean in, bring them on board for the ride and say, hey, guys, we're going to build this. This is our North Star. If you don't like it, if you don't like the direction we're heading, I don't mind if someone has to sell or move on to something else. That's totally fine. I, there are a lot of projects that I liked, I lost track of, I lost interest in, and I sell and I move on to something else. Sure. We, we're going to stick to our vision. We're going to stick to our North Star and we're going to execute against that. I think that's what I think if Top Shot can come out and say, here, guys, we are going to be this. But I think they're afraid to say we're going to be this because they if they if they say anything right now, then the whole world holds them to it and they can't change. The reality is they the culture is like, we're going to do this. Then we're not going to do this. They, they are not building with their community. They're building for a community. And that's a very different story. And I think that needs to shift a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I push back. I think saying nothing is dangerous. I think like just. I just, agree. Like, I, I yeah. agree. I'm not saying, I, I think they should over communicate. That's where I actually say they should be communicating. Yeah. But they have to set expectations more that guys like. And then let me tell you one more thing. The reason also I don't get a, I don't go crazy about the challenges or the games are because mm -hmm. I know they're experiments. The things that I invest in are the things that I think will not be affected by these day-to-day -day bullshit fluctuations where someone's going to buy a moment just for the challenge. And when the challenge goes up, they're going to flip it quickly. Like, I don't play that game. I buy sure. series ones because no matter what their challenges do – I think in the long run, those are the things that will become valuable. I think that old school, I think unopened packs will become valuable. Those are the yeah. things that I think people will enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it'll be a, a test too, because I think even the moments that you're mentioning right now, like the stable coin moments of NBA Top Shot are in danger right now. And I mean, you're seeing the people that have gotten in here from the very beginning, um, the people who have been whether they are in the VIPs, uh, like even they've done this weird thing right now where the, the people, the OGs who have been here from the beginning, the VIPs, the people that came during the bull run and the people who are just getting in right now, they, they've like this three tier prong of not, uh, making anyone happy and maybe that's just like financially related right but there is i, I just I, I do think they're in this like dangerous spot right now where they they are going to have to find a way to I just, uh listen, to, uh, i hear you i just I, i'm looking at the the comments what is nba top shot nba top shot or digital sports card collectibles that's what they are and yeah. i think that's what that's what they've always been now they try to experiment with the capabilities of blockchain technology but at the end of the day they are digital basketball cards that's what they are they're not mm -hmm. anything more than that guys and if you don't and, and if you can you can accept that or you can't but like the 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 the, the experimentation part should stay they have to keep experimenting with this new technology Abs to see what absolutely absolutely so i think it, i think the experiments are and I'm, and I'm sitting here answering questions from the comments right now, but then they're saying, why should anyone care? Sorry. Why would anyone care about regular sports cards? They're art. They're collectibles. There's fandom. It's the same reasons you collect uh, art. I have I have autographs all over my wall. I collect sure. that stuff. Why should I care? Because I think there's 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 both emotional and, and collectible and financial value to it that why is, is why people care. That's why people care. And we're buying and, and you're buying it in a time where there is not a user base there to create this bump in price, which is all most of you care about which is the bump in price. And the user base is not there right now. So that bump in price is not going to happen today. There's just nothing they could do. I don't care if they do everything you guys say they do. They It will not bump in price because the audience and customer base is not there today. So you will not get what you want. So you either have to be patient and appreciate the journey or you have to leave. And then yeah, just well, 
one more thing. I, I, I'll listen. I'm also pro. I'm pro. Like if you hate this thing, get out. Like I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I think, but uh, the people that are tuning in don't hate the thing, right? Like I think the people that are engaging don't actually hate the thing and are rooting for the thing because if they hated the thing, they'd be out. They'd be out. But uh, I wanted to one more thing and then I'll get you out of here. I know I've already gone over my heart out. Yeah, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna push my mute five minutes. Come yeah, on, I, yeah. Sorry about that. I'll give you one more thing. What are, what's your take on, like? in this current market dropping uh, and I know they postponed, but initially, initially the plan was two legendary packs within two weeks of each other uh, hitting you for four ninety nine each. Like, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? I thought the packs were too expensive. Yeah. Um, I thought the packs were too expensive. If it was up to me and like, again, there's, there are a lot of things that I would do differently. What I would do is I would create um, one pack price. That's probably, I don't know, you know, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 bucks, something like yeah. that. And have all the the rares, legendaries, and commons mixed in, so everybody has a chance of getting any one of those, and that's it. And you get excited for your pack collecting. It means that you can have more cards in in one series of one pack drop. It doesn't have to be broken into three different pack drops. You can have more packs available because now you have all the cards in one. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that four hundred ninety five dollars is just way too much money for a pack. I think that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty wild. There's no, there's no need for that. There's no need for that. Yeah, it should. I thought those it like if it if it's somewhere I don't know the exact price it should be maybe fifty maybe a hundred bucks but let all of those be in the same pack like let you should I want the person who can afford to buy a common pack get a shot at getting a legendary I think that's a, that's that's part of the fun of pack collecting yeah I I agree with that I think what it, what ended up happening though is you had so many people who were buying those legendary moments from packs that cost a thousand dollars and then all of a sudden they were getting legendaries for ten dollars and then a legendary. So then the market wildly swings, right? Because if like the pack price kind of props up the cost of the moment. And so now if people are getting it from $10, instead of that moment going for 1200 on the market, now they're like, oh, I could just, I could make like a 600 X profit right now. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I, like, is that, is, is the answer, is the answer, like, I, I think that it's always, like, I look back to when I was collecting, and it was the idea that I could get something way better than the price as part of the excitement of the pack collecting process. Sure. So to me, that's that's a nice thing to have. I don't think, like, buying $9 common packs where you're only going to get $9 worth of moments at best, like, that's not fun either. And spending $495 is not, yeah, like, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I, yeah, I, I Listen, I'm I'm with you. I I'm with you. I thought the loot packs uh, were very interesting. I was excited to see the experiment. I mean, I mean, at the very least, it's worth experimenting. This yeah. is all brand new. If it doesn't work, oh, oh, it killed the market. Like, give me a break. Everything yeah. is like everything kills everything. Yes, they're still here. They're still doing very very well. The reality is, experimentation is. Yes, I am definitely someone who likes to take risk and likes reward. Same. But but I like the fact that these that these that you can I think that the gambling part of it is part of what makes packs fun. I think people like that stuff. Yeah, I th I just think I I think when you when you experiment with something that shakes the infrastructure of what you've built so far, I think there there can be consequences to that that will take a very long time to work itself out. And I think that's where we're at. I think that is where we're at right now, where certain decisions were made, uh, whether experiments or not, over the course of the past like you know, 12 to 18 months. Cause it, I, you listen, we could say that the market overall is down uh, for a long period of time, but it's been like 24 straight months of it going down. Right. And that, that without, with not, without a little, like, you know, not a lot of like uh movement that was happening. So I think, I don't know. I, I just think I, I'm going to keep banging the same drum drum that I've been banging for like 18 months. And I do, I do think like leadership matters. And I think when, 
uh, when you're bouncing around in the way that they have been, uh, it is it just creates this air of uncertainty and lack of trust with the ever shrinking user base that they currently have. Um, it's, 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 it's also a known thing that, listen, consumers in this space are very good at being able to point out problems and very bad at pointing out solutions. And usually and that's just the way it is. That's the, that's the fact. But like the the and it's so it's very easy to see every flaw with every single thing out there. But it's like it is very hard to build a sustainable business in this space. And I think that like you know I know no one has any empathy for the business and the big. These are these are startup companies that are trying to do something new. They're pioneering. They're building and they're also advancing the entire market forward. We are sure. There's a, anyone who's in Web three right now. In my opinion, this shouldn't be about competition. This should be all about how do we push the space forward? How do we do great things to push the space forward? And I, I think that a lot lot of the uh, and and you know you you can tell usually a builder from a just uh, from someone who's like in the in the space creating versus someone who's just consuming it's like it's a very different beast and and like there is an empathy that i that i have for any builder in the space because i know how difficult it is to build something that succeeds and thrives in this market where there's such little of a customer base and there's so much microscopic pressure because you're supposed to build in public sure so like, i know I, I just I think there's something to be said for that, but like I just wish everyone was kind of all in on supporting each other in this space because yeah, know, I, I think it's a lot of opportunity here to be to do. Uh, yeah, I'll give. Uh, I'm gonna just say two things. We'll wrap it here too. I'll get you out of here. And first, like two things before I say what I was gonna say. We'll wrap it up and I'll give away the Jamal Murray. Uh, one, thank you so much, dude, for being willing to come on. We'll have to do it again next time. There's a big bubble up about something. And uh, dude, and I I know we've like talked. Uh, like around nights of DJ and a couple of times through like some of the, some of the um, like the antidotes we were sharing. I really do. I like love what you guys were doing. Uh, I think it's been cool that you have figured out what you're good at and then, and put your foot down on it. You're like, Hey, let's just keep doing this. And I think, and yeah. shout out clay clay's a real one. I love clay. Um, yeah. So I, I appreciate you coming on, but the two things that I want to end with, and then I'll get you out of here. I like, I'm just going to reiterate what I said before. I think like I'm all for experimentation. I'm all about the web three. We're early. I just don't think it should be used as an excuse or a veil for just being bad. Like, I don't think poor leadership no. is an excuse for, no, for absolutely. it's, it's, it's an excuse to experiment. And yeah. that's what it is. That's and, what uh, it's, yeah. That's and then, and I'm all for this like building together stuff too, but it reminds me when people, I used to work in education and education like famously uh, underfunded and I was working at a college and they were like, Hey, listen, uh, we need you to, we need you to step up, work a little late on Thursday. Cause we're all, we're family here, right? We're family. We're all helping each other out. We got each other's back. That's awesome. But also like an abusive mindset in the sense of like, I, you want me to create stuff for you. I'd love to be compensated for it. Like, why am I giving you free labor? You know what I mean? Like I, it shouldn't be the responsibility of the community to go ahead and be like, and I know like the VIPs have been out there and they've, they've had like tons of things for like, here are some thoughts and whatever. Like, uh, I would love, I would love for like the thought leaders of this space for the people that are employed, the people that are bringing in all of this money uh, and moving this product forward. I would love for them to hire the capable people to be able to take this product to the next level and not relying on donkey dick 48 on Twitter to come up with a solution. You know, it ain't going to be anyone in the comments. That's for sure. But the reality is, yeah, they have the resources. I believe in the team. I believe in the fact that they have every bit of opportunity to make this thing successful. And I think that time is on their side. I think the reality is like they are one of those companies that have more than enough capital to be able to stand the test of time. That's and I'll tell you, true. 
I've spoken to the MBA, specifically the people in charge of these projects, because I'm like trying to talk with them with Knights of DGen. They're, they love Top Shot. Like it's been a very successful, a very successful endeavor for them. They had like, so all the, the bullshit hate and that they're fa- like the, oh, we don't even know about the, they're very happy with the NBA, with the, with NBA Top Shot. And they know it's going to be a rocky road and ups and downs, but like overall, this has been a thriving um, experience. Well, I, based on the numbers that we've seen uh, after pack sales, I can understand why the NBA is happy with how it's going, you know? Oh. <laughs> well, that's that's their listen. If not that, that that's their job. It's it's part of the job to be able to to make the to like they have to they have to satisfy their number one partner. Yeah, that's but that's almost like saying the IRS is pumped with how much taxes they rolled in this year. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't I don't want to give them too much credit. I, for- I'm just saying simply that like people think like oh the NBA is going to take away the license and blah. No, blah, blah. no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. There's it's no reason for them to another, do that. Another, it's another fun story that people like to create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Anyways, all right, man. I I really do appreciate seriously taking the time and and I'm sorry for keeping you 11 minutes late. Anytime, anytime, buddy. Holler at all me right. again. Take care, Drew. Bye, guys. All right, that was Drew. That was Drew. I do think we think a little bit differently on this stuff. I appreciate the chat too. Hey, listen, and if you guys didn't know, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Bubble Murray. We're going to give away a Jamal Murray Top Shot debut. That Let's actually see how much it's worth now. And then what we can do, we can play a fun game uh, tomorrow. Uh, we can see how much it's worth tomorrow. Um, let me see. Jamal Murray. What's that Jamal Murray going for? Bubble Murray, Western Conference Finals tip off today. Uh, excited for that. Let's do the Top Shot debut. All right. Oh, God, I did it again. Um, all right. The Jamal Murray currently is at 44 bucks. Dude, maybe we just do an MGLE. No, we're not going to do an MGLE. MGLE is only 99 bucks. Um, 44 bucks. Uh, I appreciate the, I know the chat was angry. Also, I, I, I feel like sometimes the chat's like, Hey man, you need to go harder. Uh, do you guys know how conversations work? You guys know how conversations work? Uh, I do it. And listen, I appreciate getting other people's perspectives. I think it's helpful, uh, to see where, where like the bull case is going, you know, when people are pretty excited about stuff, I'm always, uh, I'm always interested at why they think that. And I appreciate his, uh, I appreciate his transparency in saying that he was invested in it. Cause I was going to ask, um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I disagree. I mean, you guys know how I feel about leadership. Maybe it's because I went to graduate school for leadership development. I am a master. Uh, maybe it's because of that, but I, that stuff, uh, that stuff rings loud in my ears when, when you can smell it, you know what I'm saying? It rings loud when it smells. What am I doing? What am I saying? Um, <clears throat> what exactly was this bull case? Listen, I'll say if your whole thesis on this whole thing, and this is what he started with, I actually was fine with this because this is kind of what I was saying. If your whole thing, is that I'm going to buy a moment, I'm going to buy a collectible, and I'm not going to think about it for 25 years because that's not a collectibles take 25 years to be worth anything. Sure, go for that. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but I think if you are in the day-to-day, if you are messing around, and I think we learned too, like Drew's not really in the day-to-day, right? He's That's because that's his case. He's like, I'm going to buy debuts and rookies. I'm going to see you later. Um but if that if you're not in the day to day, maybe the the leadership stuff, the 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 infrastructure issues that have been made apparent again by all three tiers of people involved in this platform, uh, maybe you're not noticing that because you're not you're not seeing it. So, anyways, um, man, I'm I, I'm sweaty, dude. I'm sweaty. I need to put some deodorant on. That's how I'm feeling. Uh, hey, I appreciate everyone being here this morning. So last call, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Bubble Murray. I appreciate you guys being here and hanging out. I hope it was therapeutic, cathartic. I don't know. I know I have therapy later today. I'm excited for that. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, we'll be uh, back. I think we're going to have some playback tonight. Uh, some playback tonight for the NBA draft lottery. So tune in uh, prior to tonight's game. Otherwise, I'll see you guys tomorrow morning for another episode of the NBA bit. Here we go. We got 69 entrants. Nice. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. If you win this thing, shoot me a DM. I'll get you this moment tonight or tomorrow morning because I got to go get it off the marketplace because mine is locked, baby. Top shot to the moon. Daniel Easterman makes his return because we were talking about top shot. Good to see it. Uh, whoo. All right. We did it, y'all. We did it. Everybody go get a mimosa. It's happy National Mimosa Day as always. As always, appreciate y'all being here. Have a great rest of the day. Drop shot to the moon. Uh -huh.